bankrupt municipalities, violence in Eswatini, and will reform actually happen? All of that and more in this week's episode of Free Marketeers News. Hey everyone, Chris here with another Free Marketeers News episode. Hope you're all doing well, that you've had a good week. These are the biggest business and social news stories for the week ending 22 October 2021. Jumping right into it, ESCOM is launching legal action over power, over power price hikes. Uh, ESCOM has started court proceedings to review the regulator's rejection of a five-year price plan that outlines how much the utility can charge electricity consumers. According to a statement from ESCOM, the urgent High Court review requires NERSA to urgently process the ESCOM revenue application for at least one year as required by law. Now, NERSA, which is the National Energy Regulator of South Africa, called for a pricing methodology review on 30 September and discarded, discarded the MYPD5 revenue application of ESCOM, which is unprofitable and struggles under about 400 billion rands of debt. ESCOM said that its proposed time frame allows for a decision to be made in time for implementation by 1 April 2022, and NERSA's proposal is impossible both from a legal process and timing point of view. The regulator and ESCOM have brought a number of disputes to court over, the, over what the company can charge for electricity. The latest court action is quoted the only available option to avoid extremely serious and negative consequences for ESCOM and by necessary consequence to national treasury, end quote. And one would assume that eventually the burden will simply be passed on to South Africa's dwindling pay base of taxpayers. Moving on to our next item, a bankrupt municipality can't pay ESCOM, but still hiked salaries by 161%. The Lekwa local municipality's debt to ESCOM was roughly 1.3 billion rand as of November 2020. But despite this, the local government's salary expenditure increased by 161%, according to a News24 report. Its overall debt amounts to 1,7 billion rand. Following the provincial treasury's assessment of the council's medium-term revenue and expenditure budget framework for 2020-2021, a shortfall of 2,2 billion rand is expected for the year. Our next item, economic recovery depends on faster reforms and ESCOM, says the finance minister Enoch Kodongwana. He said that the South Africa's economic recovery will hinge on faster implementation of structural reforms and ensuring a speedy resolution to the electricity crisis that has crippled the country in recent times. He was speaking on Sunday uh, at an event of the SA Jewish Board of Deputies, at, uh, sorry, at a conference of the SA Jewish Board of Deputies. He said, and I quote, the key challenge facing us now is recovery and reconstruction, end quote. Uh, Godong Guana pointed out that for the past 13 years, ESCOM has had outages, which has been flagged by rating agencies as an impediment to economic growth. So it's nice to hear the right noises and uh, sounds, of course. But is the actual political will there? I would argue probably not. I don't know if there's enough impetus from within the ruling party and within government to implement the kind of radical reforms that would put South Africa on a better path. Because in reality, those reforms require government giving up as much control of the economy and indeed life as they currently have. Our next item, Transnet has declared force majeure at Richards Bay as a fire shutdown terminal operations. 
the state-owned logistics company was forced to declare force majeure at its port terminals division following an enormous fire at the Richards Bay Dry Bulk Terminal, which started last Wednesday evening. According to a statement from Transnet last Friday, the force majeure was declared in terms of Transnet port terminals standard trading terms and conditions and would trigger a total shutdown of all con conveyor routes until further notice. Uh, the Transnet Port Terminal's Richards Bay Acting Chief Jabu Mdaki said a preliminary investigation was underway to establish the extent of the damage. He said, and I quote, while the fire was contained approximately 1.30 a.m. on 13 October, severe damage had been caused, which was unavoidable, unavoidable given the enormity of the blaze. The terminal has isolated various areas of operations from an electri electrical power standpoint as a mitigation to contain all further fires, end quote. He went on to say that because of the fire, the Foscor sulfur import route was so damaged that it could not import commodities. He said the Richards Bay Terminal Grindrod coal route was also damaged and could not export cargo. So the hits continued to affect Transnet after cyber attacks earlier this year. And then our final item is focused on Eswatini. The SADC has sent en envoys to Eswatini amid raging protests. President Cyril Ramaphosa has taken a first step at, step at quelling violence in Eswatini, deploying special envoys to the landlocked country amid pro-democracy protests that began in April and have resulted in transport, telecommunications and schooling being suspended at intervals. Uh, the South African Development Community, uh, Organ on Defense, Politics and Security Cooperation, will immediately deploy envoys to Eswatini to meet King Mswati III and engage other stakeholders to assess the situation on the ground. Insiders confirmed on Wednesday that Mswati has made himself immediately available to meet the special envoys and delegation, which will be led by former Justice Minister Jeff Radebe. Protests in Eswatini have escalated to the point where major towns in the kingdom have shut down and at least 28 people have died uh, as police clash with protesters and some of the worst unrest in the country's history, according to local media reports. What began as protests against police brutality after the death of a law student, allegedly at the hands of police, escalated into a bigger movement against Mswati, an autocrat who has kept a tight grip on every branch of the government for more than three decades. And I guess the best that we can hope for is some sort of peaceful resolution uh, as to what is going on in Eswatini at the moment. On that note, I will wrap up for this week. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Before you leave, please like the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Thank you very much for your continued support. We at the FMA greatly appreciate that. I hope you, all of you have a great weekend and we'll talk to you all again very soon. Until next time, take care. Ciao.